0: Hello and welcome to the Truck and Driver podcast, I'm Doogie Rankin. This is Chris Madison. Now to begin with, I would be delighted to tell you that I've got a large amount of news and current affairs and serious matters for you to enjoy on this podcast, but seeing as I've never had such a reaction as to the nonsense that we put out last week, you're only making a rod for your own backs. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's enough serious stuff about without us joining it, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: but anyway how's the DAF? you had the DAF for at least part of last week how did you go on get on with the super fuel economy fuel machine?
1: there's a little man in the yard at seven o'clock this morning in a little funny hyundai hire car with a t- set of trade plates who've come to take it away
0: oh well, have, what do you think that's like for a job doing the old trade play time because you used to see them standing at the side of the motorway holding up their trade plate didn't you
1: yeah i think then before before pandemic Dot com. I think it was probably a crap job, to be right, because they are always drenched and always looking miserable, because I picked them up regularly from Barnsley, because they used to take mercs into Tankersley, and then I'd give same lads usually a lift back to our dock, where they were getting the mercs from, so I got to know a few of them. Yeah, one of them lives in Barnsley, a Polish lad, Peter Kaminski, he's a top dude, but I haven't seen him for months, obviously. Anyway, this guy now mustn't be thumbing, because obviously nobody's going to give him a lift, so they must be hiring him a little Hyundai to run roundings. he's left us with that and a set of keys. So somebody He's left must you be, a Hyundai. Aye, ah, like a little i ten thing or something. It's a really lovely, mm. rancid, um, that wedgewood pottery blue coloured thing.
0: Mm. And you've you've got the keys for it. Aye, I just rocked. So what's going to happen? Does this does this go down in like size? Does somebody turn up on a Vespa to go and pick up the Hyundai, <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> the next the next person turns up in a rickshaw or something? I I did
1: wonder. And we did wonder what we're going to turn up for that hire car today, but nobody has. So if it's not gone by Friday, we absorb it into pool car fleet, and that's it. It's not there.
0: And oh, well that's going and we're picking up sacks of compost with it, and so on and so forth.
1: No, it's a bit of a church warden car that for you know for Margaret. Lovely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, as seen as seen doing thirty two miles an hour on a national speed limit with a, a truck sitting two foot off the bumper of it. Well, mm. Margaret wonders why there's a truck sitting. Dead one
1: behind her. Yeah, don't be fooled when they pull up a trophy light. Like she, you know, she looks like your grand, but she's listening to uh, NWA. So uh, don't mess with Margaret, because she'll cut you. Right. Oh,
0: yeah. Nan, nans with attitude. Aye. All right,
1: anyway, <clears throat> I digress. Surprise, surprise. Daff, now then, as you know, dear listener... Um, I thought it was the most ugly object that I'd ever had the misfortune to see, and I, I wasn't entirely keen on being seen out in it, to be right, so I But uh,
0: well, it, it looks like that an off. Instagrammer that's shaved its eyebrows off, you know, it mm. does need a sun visor it in does. many ways, but... It, it does. I don't know, yeah, and I thought there's a bit of retro about it, anyway.
1: I wasn't keen, so I think Wednesday I gave in and took it out, and... um. Once Mandy, bless her, had um, beat me roundly, made me listen, and told me how to turn all the uh, eco nonsense off. It actually goes quite well, as somebody, somebody not a million miles away in computer land, might have mentioned last week. It does actually kick on when you make it kick on. Um, so I made it have some, and it uh, it didn't disappoint. Bloody comfortable thing. I have to be honest; that driver's seat is Um
0: is it now in your
1: Foden? Oh hi, my Foden's a backbreaking like, um, bloody thing. When I get yeah, out of that, I might no, walk. Have, like, you got, have you got the seat golly. out?
0: That the amazing oh, air-conditioned, yeah. heated seat. A, and like Hans Molman's turned up to collect this. This with his Hyundai, and he's going back with a, a seat
1: with Foden written on it. <laughs> if it had had some, uh, you know, some washable seat covers in it, possibly had to swap seats. No, we didn't pill for anything off it, unfortunately. But those seats were rather rather spiffing and it's, it's
0: cheap did you drive it with, do you drive it with air dumped out the seat or do you have air in it
1: no I had it down to down to boards I always yeah just sort of it. That. As it, you... well, if,
0: you dr- if you've got the air dropped out the seat in a CF or a and yeah then your your sun visors oh, yeah. won't do the job on it the seat was set a bit higher than that XF and I drove it with the air dumped out it but yeah, the best thing I can say for it you know, was like right at the end of like a 15 hour day when I was absolutely shattered and desperate to get parked up for the night, it was still comfortable and it still ate up the miles. So you Aye. can see why you can see why Daft sell more no trucks than anybody else. They obviously, must be doing something right. Even if they've got some, they've got some curious ideas about the eco mode side of things. But if you're bumbling about the Midlands delivering parcels at fifty-three mile an hour, that's going to give you insanely good fuel return. Yeah. So and I mean, that's Monday. Yeah, that's sorry, Mandy one. So that's Mandy Wanerton, who's the who works for DAF as a driver trainer, who knows everything there is to know about the trucks and tells you all, mm. tells you all about it and things. Now, did she not tell you something that you that you'd tried a DAF before, and you weren't that impressed with it?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had a uh, exactly the same paint job as that, but it was Super Space Four Eighty dealer demo. We had it from F and G mm. Oudersfield in 2017, 18, perhaps. 18. Seventeen roundabout. they
0: came out, so yeah, remember right. that
1: time. Might have been Christmas time then and um I rang up obviously just I'd like a demo, please, I'd like a five thirty manual. Yes, no problem, leave it with us. Mm. And then they promptly dropped off a four eighty automatic, which was brilliant. It's like five
0: thirty manual, four eighty auto, yeah, that's basically yeah, the same close. thing.
1: It was you know, it was the same cab and it had some wheels, but that's where the similarity ended so I kicked it's ass for a week a, yeah. and it um, it was lame and it was thirsty and it was great for 95 grand I thought that can go back then on uh, on Friday which it did I mean it did 8.2 over a week on our work freighted and mine does 8.5 most weeks and it went up the telltale hill from Canklow at 33 Sheffield up to M18 up that long drag with household waste on it 44 ton and it, it sort of, shimmied up there the thing,
0: was, was that you letting it do its thing or was that you like overriding it and provoking it
1: that was me smacking its body to make it go and it, it still, lying. it still quivered <laughs> up there at like 40 or something breathless at mm. then you know it really wasn't much difference performance and economy wise to my old bus and i thought well why would you strap yourself up for two thousand pound a month finance to do exactly the same mpg and pretty mm. much the same performance and you've got an extra step to fall out and break your bloody neck. So um, that went back.
0: Safety first.
1: Uh, mm, safety first. Three points of contact at all times. Mm. Mm. But uh, anyway, it went back, and that was uh, the end of that one. So they never offered me a 530 manual, which is the only one they could have sold me in a million years. So I thought, well, lads, you plainly don't want to sell me one. But there is slight talk of one turning up for a player, isn't there? So we'll see what happens on that there front.
0: Are- well, because DAF's, a bit, DAF's the only manufacturer where you can get a full-size cab with a manual gearbox in it. Mm. I know that you can get an R-Cab Scania, but XF Superspace 16-speed manual, and if you go a little bit... Well, you're going back to 2016 now, really, 2017, you can get a 12-speed manual with a 510. But there are, tr- there are trucks out there knocking about. They're rare, but they're not absolute head's teeth by any means. So mm. I would be... Really interested to see if you got a hold of one of them because I want a shot at it as well. Yeah. Because Daft DAF don't tend to have them on their own demonstrator fleet because you know it's it's such a niche thing. It's like it's like yeah. it's like wanting like you know copies of copies of a particular publication. You, you that <laughs> you know you can't even ask for the you can't even ask for them outright. No. You've got to go. Psst. Have you got any copies of Manual Monthly?
1: Yeah, it's uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought it was some kind of sick pervert. If you want to stick, you know. basically,
0: yeah, you, well, you are a bit, you know. It's like, oh no, you can't talk about that. But yeah. you know, seamless yeah. gear changes. Why would you want to? Yeah, well, I want to. Yeah, and I, I to, yeah, I, I think um, that that'd be a lovely. Thing. I mean, I've driven a four fifty manual eight wheeler, which was Stephen mm-hmm. Forster's, and that you could split so many gears with that, and you could run it down to eight nine hundred rpm, yeah. same as you could the auto, but you've got to have a lot of interest in what you're doing, there's a really specific way of driving it, and you're not going to get like your average driver to take that much interest in it, so but yeah. for owner drivers, for small fleets for guys on timber work, stuff like that then there is still a bit of a yeah. market for them, so I really hope that they can get you a hold of that.
1: Aye, Aye I do because
0: be nice. that, that engine that MX13 engine is a hell of a amount of torque in it mm. that will go, that It'll hold on right down to 800-900 RPM. And they do go when you give them like a proper bit of stick. Yeah. Well, the
1: only weighted work I I had for it last week, ironically, when you consider that I'm usually beasting Gertie up to... Where the hell do I go with all that paper on coast? Do remind me. Um, Karkode. Karkode, that's it. 28 tonne of paper up there at the back of mine, it's like... Pulling teeth, I thought, we're bound to get one. Bound to get one. It says, I've got your Scotland tip Friday morning. Right job. What is it? Dundee. Alright, excellent. Turns out to be above Dundee somewhere, uh, tealing. They're building a okay. the big power station, substation, middle of nowhere up there. So I thought, grand. it said twenty four ton machinery parts, thought let's be on. Got to dock, up the back doors, four tonne. Ah, yeah. So <clears throat> we shot off with four tonne up there, tipped it, no backload, all the way back down bang she did 13 13 and a half on that route trip but then it's empty so it's pointless you can't really you know you can't no
0: no I was getting it at like 13 About that, I got 11.7 with a light load on yeah. it so there's, there is potential to get amazing fuel returns if you're on light work all the time like I said I do think for the work that the work that we would tend to do and the way that we drive you would probably want the next diff down and oh. it's having a discussion with the salesman and it's whether or not the salesman just goes no this is what you want you want fuel eco eco everything just of yeah. that, which some of them do because I've have met some guys and they're like oh, I was like I don't think that truck's spec as well as it might be for what you're doing but the, yeah. that's the well, salesman's jobs ever <clears throat> ever more complicated I suppose with the amount of options that they've got available yeah. to them yeah. you know but it seems I that some places be. just want to sell mid lift yeah. mid lift just as as they come from the factory if you're going. In, I've heard the guys like not just not with daft by any many means, but guys actually saying, No, let me see the spec list and I'll decide what I want on this truck because you don't know what you're doing. Maybe like like with a dealer and a truck so sa- a good truck salesman and a good dealer's worth of weight and gold, isn't it? It's, yeah that's yeah. what it all comes
1: back to a lot of the time. Aye. Aye, if they give you what you want once, you'll go back next time, even if perhaps you don't particularly like that you know, that brand. I mean I know a team down here that I used to work for. And they followed the dealer when the dealer changed franchises early '90s. Mm-hmm. They went with him, and you know they sort to of give up loyalty to one brand and went and followed others. So you know, and they've stayed ever since.
0: Yeah, but, there are, there are all the truck all trucks are much of a muchness in so many yeah. ways. You're occasionally going to get a Friday afternoon one that's never right. You're occasionally going to get a rogue, but most of it comes down to the dealer backup and what happens when. You know, it throws an ad-blue pump on Friday afternoon or something. And mm-hmm. whether or not they
1: care, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She got some work on Saturday, anyway. So I went back to the yard um, Friday night. It's such a bloody good run down from Teeling. In one bar she got down in under seven. So I thought, I'm going out. Anyway, we shot out to uh, Scunny Steelworks on Saturday morning to swap trailers at 24 tonne out of there. So I zeroed everything at Scunny and um, just ran it out to dock, swapped and brought 28 home for Sheffield full of steel coil for this morning. So I I drove it as I'm supposed to drive it on Saturday, just out of curiosity, you know, with it being so heavy. And we got, by the time we got back, we got the sad percentage up to 83% for the good boy pat on the head.
0: Oh, the Um, driver's scored, you got 83%? Well done, because I was sent to 72.
1: just let it go. I, I just let it do what it wanted, and I... The way to get the driving percentage up is simply to not touch the brakes, ever. Engine brake all, yeah, all the time, yeah. All the time. It's a weird way to somebody, drive.
0: If a pedestrian walks right out in front of you or a car pulls it in front of you and you have mm. to hit the brakes, it will take points off you and you're like, yeah, it does. oh, come on, something clearly happened there. <laughs> you, yeah. oh. But yeah. That's not a bad score at all. Like I've you just saved
1: him? Muriel's life, but you're going to penalise me by nicking my percentage. You, bugger. I, wonder
0: if would st- I wonder if that would stand up in court. I was like, come on! I was about to win the yeah. league.
1: Come on! I'm an eco warrior. League. You can't have it all your own way. Just ask, you know, ask Greta. Would you prefer to have one more polar bear or one more grandma? Ask Greta. Well, you know,
0: these, these yeah. grandmas probably voted. These grandmas probably voted for Brexit. And if it wasn't your lorry that knocked them off, it probably would have been COVID. So.
1: Aye, oh, they're everywhere anyway, grannies. The percentage
0: out. points are everything.
1: You can go out to the post office on a Tuesday morning, throw a handful of rice and hit 75 grannies. They're everywhere. You know, polar bears are a bit more mm. scarce these days, apparently.
0: <laughs> on Sunday, I was somewhat exhausted. And we did that um, mm. colourful podcast last <laughs> Sunday. And then I was working in the magazine because it was deadline week last week. And to move on to Trucking Driver, we put an extra 16 pages in the magazine at a time when we've just lost the industry. The company has lost a load of money because we can't run events or anything like that. So during this time, I've given you an extra 16 pages for free. So I'm working oh, yeah. this on the basis that it might attract some people and pick them up and go, yeah, look, that's incredible value for 3 yeah. 99 uh, But aside from all of that, it gave me a load of extra work to do this week with the 16 extra pages. And it also moved a truck i've got a brilliant foden 4000 in the next issue which i'd moved up the schedule to squeeze it in there because i've got 30 pages of retro truck brilliance you had my old one in
1: last week as well uh, in last one what one my old foden
0: um
1: the one i sold last year to ashley peed and he had it for his wedding transport
0: oh right is that that one
1: yeah, that's one I bought off Dan Mountain yeah. a couple of years ago.
0: And the truck scene part of the magazine, yeah, yeah. Please, dear listener, because we're always looking for weddings, junior truckers, tasteful funerals and things, and all and Just life in general to do with trucks. And mm. I had a lovely wedding in there last week, which is Ashley Peden's, who has written us a couple of good articles for Truck and Driver. And I've got one that's to go in in an upcoming issue so that was your old Foden and I was, I was not sent, aware of
1: that he sent one of his chaps with a low loader for it last summer and uh, mm. collected it and dashed for the boat and that was it gone because it was in somebody mm. else's barn it was in Scott Newton's barn who very kind it let me fill his barn DHA
0: company
1: no no different barn I've got things in barns all over there's a lot of barns up here you see we're not barn shy
0: yeah, do you think that's why Barnsley is called Barnsley.
1: Barnsley yeah. Yeah, it well, must the, be. It must like be derived the, from plural. the number of barns per, per head. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe
0: but, one maybe one, maybe two, that's some barns. Anyway, there's Eight not. Well, there's not many Barnsley. barns in
1: Barnsley. It's, it's not it's not a barn spot. No, there's there's a lot
0: of something else in Barnsley,
1: isn't there? Aye. Ah, extremely looking Moving
0: swiftly
1: supporters. on. Hmm. <laughs> Believe me, I
0: was on deadline with the magazine, and it was good to be back in the office at Transport News and getting the magazine out the door because I'm really pleased with it. We've got a lovely, Tell, you, We've got people say you only feature like the most expensive top end trucks, and I've got a 67 plate XF Super Space on the cover, which is bought second hand and done up on a budget. A Tom Roth's truck, and that's a 480 as well. Yeah, and it's a beautiful looking thing. So we've got that on the cover, we've got that Foden 4000, I've got a Volvo car transporter, a Scania P-cab, which has been re to an R, which transports caravans. Um, Peter Davies has done us a lot of old truck stuff. It's You could not hope for any better value for 3.99 foot. So I'm really hoping that as we move out of lockdown and forward, that this is going to kick things mm. on. And if you like what you see, please let me know. I'll always like a bit of feedback to say, do more of this. And if you say something's horrendous or anything like that, well, I will probably ignore you. But I'm always in for, like, praise that's due my way. Mm, <laughs> mm. That's going to be a good magazine. And I tell you what, the next one's going to be good as well. I because hope you've got
1: space for a
0: word search. A word
1: search,
0: yeah. Mm. We're going to... Uh, we, yeah. we could do a word search based on magazines from the 1980s and 90s used to find in a hedge.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe we could, maybe we, could yeah. we could reintroduce it Mm. Could we into what could we do if people who read the magazine, because far more people read the magazine than listen to the podcast at the moment, and maybe they'll become a tipping point, maybe we should do a quiz in the magazine as to what goes on in the podcast over the course of a month, and then they can win a prize at the end of it, so only the most studious listeners could win it.
1: And what could you win?
0: A load of slightly soggy magazines that have spent a few nights dumped in a hedge.
1: A retro unfort- weekend. Unfort-
0: unfortunately, those magazines happen to be Trucking Driver.
1: All the hustlers have been <coughs> ironed and put back in their covers.
0: It is possible to iron a magazine if you put it in a pillowcase. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm saying them more. I'm saying them all. Saying them all. Ah. Lovely evening now. Do you look. have?
0: I'm going to round this off. Trucking Driver. It's out on Friday and it's brilliant, it looks so good I'm very pleased with it especially we've not been able to photograph it in for three months that is Aye. a magazine I am proud of and the next one's going to be great as well, did you know Convoy in the Park is definitely on and my sister's wedding's cancelled so I can go to Convoy in the Park
1: yeah we covered this in great detail whilst you were pissed last week
0: Good, because I told my boss today, because he clearly doesn't listen to the podcast, because I emailed him and said, did you know my sister's wedding is cancelled? And he was like, oh, that's that's sort of like good and everything like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go to Convoy in the park. And, you know, that there's no entertainment on in the evenings, and there's no this, that, the next thing. And I'm like, yeah, but the readers are trucking driver. The guys who bring the trucks to these shows and the guys that go and race the trucks around the circuit don't care. All we want is trucks in a field. And some yeah. food and some beer. And we the pit uh, lane come
1: with this time. Uh, you? Well,
0: I don't know. Do you want to go in the pit lane?
1: Well, no, but you know, Joe well, well, public. I
0: could
1: get... you <laughs> Your public. No. I don't think no, anybody
0: you can go. You can't, do the, you can't do the pit lane walk. I'll be able to do the pit lane walk because I'm a member of Her Majesty's Media. Mm. Um, do you want to do the pit lane walk?
1: No, but I can think of a daughter to That will want to. Right. Well, if you want to, you
0: know. Due to my um, due to my status as, you know, Britain's number one truck journalist, I could get you on the pit walk.
1: Good. Could you get me a badge? Yes. I'd like a badge, I'd like an important person's lanyard Look, an, type an, thing to wear. Like, I've I'm already been asked,
0: them. are you going to bring the food into convoy in the park? And the answer is probably not, because I won't be able to get an MOT on the thing in time. Yeah. But what I could do, because basically I based my entire life around watching Smokey and the Bandit when I was five years old, to the extent I've got the tattoo and everything.
1: Mm, he has. He's waving it.
0: He has. Well, I've got my General Motors car and I've got my Packard truck. So I was like, could I get my Cavalier GSI to convoy in the park? Because it's been off the road since 2018 and it does need a fair bit of work. But that's like my... Um, in my mind, that's like my my Foden is my snowman truck and my Cavalier GSI is my Bandit mm. car. So I'm thinking, could I get the Cavalier to convoy in the park? Should I set myself a challenge? It would be good for my YouTube channel now that I'm a, a famous influencer <coughs> who's got... Uh, let's just check how many followers I've got <clears throat> on Facebook. Truck and Driver has 34,861 followers on Facebook. Once Driven Forever Smitten, my Vauxhall channel has 130 131 followers on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, we're basically on the same level.
1: On that I reckon, basis, then, I'd I just think, get some trade plates from Gilmores and Brinkford without test.
0: No, no, I don't, I don't need trade plates. I could get Hans Molman and his high end guy to come up.
1: Aye. Aye, he could uh, slip in. He's got his tradies and his elastic bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah it
0: looks like it, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too hard to restrain.
1: I'll leave a note on the seat of the Hyundai morning then.
0: Well, a good thing about the Cavalier GSI, it's a saloon with a steel bulkhead and a saloon boot, so once you're locked in the boot, you can't extract yourself.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Seriously, though, I think I should give myself a challenge. It is the 27th of July today. Convoy in the park, I would need to get it done for at least the 21st of August. Could I get my Cavalier GSI at convoy in the park? Is this worth doing? No. Oh! What it's a Cavalier it's a Cavalier exactly yeah it's one of the greatest cars of the it's a truck show bring 2000s. a truck
1: show a truck at a truck show go on be different
0: yeah I know but what if right? say we went to this truck show right and we met a very well, large we, man as in together as, in, as hmm. it you wanted you want to get in for free yeah and Dita can't Dita can't come to this this year so yeah. therefore am I Mrs Rankin oh, for the weekend oh god no, I don't need you, to do you're, that. You're I don't just, need to yeah. Imac
1: again, do Down there because it was itchy. It was
0: awful. No, but you could do a bit. You could. It could be a bit bromantic. You could be the snowman, and I could be the bandit. You've got your you've got your Packard-powered Foden which is basically a British Kenworth, and I've got mm. my General Motors Cavalier, which mm. is basically a British Pontiac Trans Am. I could go and get like a a bud, golden griffin right. and put on the bonnet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't get the bloody food into convoy in the park. I'm not going to be able to get an MOT in time for it. I have to get the front plates. Break you can go anywhere with trade front. plates. Yeah, but I can I can go there at like 120 miles an hour on the
1: car. Or oh, if you can't get trade plates, you could book it in for an MOT down in Derbyshire that weekend, and then you're on your way to your test when you get stopped.
0: What a oh, genius! I could couldn't I?
1: Aye, how right. when you just pass in the uh, be afternoon and they pull you and say MOT booked in morning in Derby? Oh, all right, okay fine on your way that'll work
0: I wouldn't even need to go down past BTEC I could just go straight down the other side I could go down the A68
1: I went down the east side week before last it's the most depressing bloody drudgery stretching the down there what the
0: A1 or the A68
1: yeah,
0: A1 I remember once I was doing a trunk for Farmfield Fresh you had to go up to kettle produce and load a load of stuff and then some smart ass was like Yeah, what you want to do is, mate, cut a load of your time off, go down the A68. So I tried it one night and maybe you could manage it in like a Scania V8 or an Mm -hmm. FH16 or something. You could Mm -hmm. rattle it down the roads with a retarder on it. And I attempted it in a a Euro 5 450 Actros.
1: Let me tell you that,
0: the, the A68 is a phenomenal driving road in a car and it was not, in an underpowered Mercedes anyway. Yeah. Never again. The A1's a bit bleak. Apart from that lovely bit where you get the C for a few minutes and then it goes away again.
1: Yeah. And then you queue.
0: I could. I want to know, I want feedback from people on the podcast. Um, apart from, and not that I don't appreciate it, Ash Redman, who always sends us the most wonderful, positive feedback every week. Did you know that Ash was the guy? Remember when I said last week you had that one friend who mm-hmm. was like really willing to go into the shop to buy all the magazines when none of the mm-hmm. rest of you would? Yeah, Ash was that guy. Mm-hmm. Which is always good to know. <laughs> and John Tomlin, who was as we expected, delighted to find yeah. out about the Bedford HA and also the Chevan crossover, whereby you yeah. could buy a Chevan for many years uh, after you could buy an HA. Yeah. which is fair enough if, if you could still buy a Foden Alpha now it was exactly the same as what you had there but it had a Euro 6 engine in it would you buy it?
1: <sighs> yeah what? it'd yeah, be a road, yeah, it. might have, God, God, I'd have two and I don't it'd,
0: it'd, an yeah. exactly. it'd be an operator's licence yeah exactly it an so you can't criticise anybody who wanted to buy a Bedford H.A. van instead mm-hmm. of a Chevan in 1982 it's a mm-hmm. question which is uh, you know it's mm-hmm eluded many great people down the years but you know Ah, lovely so anyway Convay the Park should I Mm. take the Cavalier or the Foden Foden. because I'm struggling the Foden you think so
1: yeah Show there's a clue in the name
0: you put a flip-flop on Facebook today
1: Oh aye it's a grave day, it's a grave, <laughs> grave day. Richard Fern has, has lost a flip flop in the yard before he departed. And, was that um, one of
0: has it was a sad looking uh, it was a looking yeah.
1: was only
0: one of them, so technically it was just a flop.
1: That was it. He's he's got his back pair uh, in locker on seven thirty he lent he lent me a pair at Peterborough two years ago just so he could laugh at me trying to walk in him, which generally broke my damn neck.
0: Are they so for work? Huh? Are these suitable for work ones? I've not got any within reach. No, no. no. Okay. They're not
1: spent... suitable for anything. I flip flops. should be illegal, but Fernie can run in them. He can climb in them. He's just, he lives in flip flops. He's got winter spec. He's, you know, he's kept oh, I don't have winter
0: spec, on. no. Hmm. no but, I'm, he, um... I, but I'm like cutting about, like doing absolutely, absolutely now around the place. Then I've got a pair. I spent, I decided to splash out and I spent 30 quid, put a pair of Javianas and they broke which is what those ones are like, and I've never felt so ripped off in my entire life.
1: I can, I can just about walk in sliders, but I can't walk in flip-flops. I don't have grippy toes, obviously, so I'm plainly not a out, am I? so I can't hang upside down by mm. my toes.
0: It's a controversial subject for truck drivers because of Johnny flip-flop. Mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm Chrissy we
0: Catboots. We, it, it was seriously discussed last year as a free gift for trucking driver. They said, we could give away a pair of trucking driver flip-flops.
1: It'd be all right right for spanking
0: if no-tills, wouldn't it? Well, I said, I "I don't know, I'm dubious. And they said, why? I said, well, it's a great idea for people going to showers and things like that. I says, but they have a negative connotation with drivers from the eastern part of Europe. Mm -hmm. It's like a derogatory term. So I said, probably not. So I think he ended up getting a wall planner instead for 2020. What? What? what yeah, a lot of fucking use that was, eh? Yeah, we're going to I say that was a waste of ink. Some
1: trees died yeah. for nothing. Yeah, we, man. Should
0: have, we should have gone for the flip flops despite the, you know, the, the negative connotations. Right. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Right, well, that could, you know, could have been practicing I'm for waiting. a year.
0: Oh, what do you reckon the weather's going to be like at Convoy in the park? Because it was a hurricane last year. Yeah, it was a bit it was a bit. A bit draughty, aren't it, laddie? It we a bit blowy. All right. Oh yeah, bloody oh, hell! Yeah, I was standing leaning. I was standing leaning on gateway. Perhaps no, it's the big gash
1: for the rest of this week till Friday. Then it's going to come out stunningly bonny down here on Friday because my lot's going to file for a plane. I
0: do. I've got yeah. an amazing photo shoot on Friday.
1: Carla from Carlisle.
0: Lashed. over a
1: greasy just slider.
0: Dor- Doris from Dundee. Oh. i'll tell you what she, oh, she works in. i industry. remember i met twi- truck fest 2013 i remember it well i met a young irish woman who was like blotto like blackout drunk and she'd know because we're walking about with like big cameras and things she'd immediately like locked on us and so what are you doing what are you doing I said, i'm looking for well, it was for trucking magazine at the time because it was freelance and she's like hey do you want a photo of me and that wasn't like a rhetorical question. It ended with a full stop. It was like you're having a photo of me. She no. decided to clamber up onto the chassis of the truck. <laughs> she put her, no. She was wrecked, staggered about. She put her hand on the fifth wheel, and I'm like, oh god. No, no, yeah, that was fun. I actually got. She was like, "What are you going to do with these photos? I want to see where you're going to publish these photographs and that." Eh. I was. <laughs> I was more concerned. I was more concerned. Like you know that big Ivan was going to climb out his Scania you know what are you doing with my woman <laughs> like, right. what about you nah. <laughs> is taking photos you photo? right taking round. photos of my woman are you hey <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> so I um,
0: can't Con- yeah, the box on that's good I've put another uh, magazine to press which is good I I was actually intending to take a couple of days off this week Then I woke up this morning with the rain hammering off the windows and it never stopped all day. And I was like, oh, so I'm not actually taking this as a day's holiday because I organised that amazing photo shoot on Mike Sharpley's Foden. Hmm? Mike Sharpley. Nope. Foden 4455, a white 4000... Oh,
1: well, Matey Boy with Fridget's retiring. Yes, I never knew his yes, name. Yes, Matey been,
0: Boy with retiring. We've he's just eight, been waving. He's 80 this week.
1: For years, he's not.
0: Yes, Jeez. He's 80, oh, Christ yes. Christ
1: on a bike. I'm not surprised he's retiring then. God, if i got to do this till I'm 80, I'll hang myself. Just,
0: yeah, Mike, I gave my... The truck went up. I've I've noticed this truck since like 2007 yeah. when I worked on Total Vauxhall because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. blame me, there's a Foden 4000. Mm. You, you don't see them anymore. And it's been going about for years and years. They bought the truck brand new in 1998, 3406E Caterpillar engine in it, and it been up for sale on the Foden page on Sunday. And I thought, well, that's an end of an era. So an email, I sent a message, said, would you like it to be in Truck & Driver magazine as a nice send-off? For you retiring and they're like oh that would be lovely I didn't think you would cover trucks at that age and I was like no no it's perfect so cut a long story short this Friday I'm going to go down to Lincolnshire and I've got a photographer coming and we're going to photograph that truck and do a feature on it in Truck and Driver which I pretty amazing because to own a truck for 22 years and then retire at the age of 80 that's yeah. good going you know
1: aye, aye it'll do
0: yeah you aye, could do God. that with your phone
1: it's a bloody tale. I'm, I'm going to retire as soon as I can.
0: Mm-hmm. Once this podcast starts making money and we're national broadcasting personalities. And besides the point, the National Podcasting Awards were on this week. And there was not a category for Best Lorry Driver Podcast, which was a bit of a problem because surely we would have won it. What with there being no other lorry driving podcasts?
1: I'd have been interested having to go down there, wouldn't it, for, a,
0: <clears throat>
1: for an awards evening. You too. Uh, Coppers would be waiting, wouldn't they? That'd be a problem. But Operation Awe and much worse waiting for us. We right, right.
0: we'd have just done it like the Alvarez jailhouse scene in Convoy mm-hmm. and drive our two Fodens because I've got my MOT'd by now, just to be clear. Mm-hmm. The Alvarez jailhouse scene where we just go and hook a right straight into the podcast awards of the Fodens, <laughs> jump out, grab their awards, catch his later. Bye-bye. Toodaloo, chaps. Just re- reverse back out again, and then we get to the Humber Bridge, the National Guard has been called out, and they're like machine gunners to our fiery death, except mm. we fall into the river and survive.
1: You'll not survive if you fall off there, trust me. Have you tried it, like? I've, uh, <coughs> I've seen right, a have seen before. okay.
0: The Kincardin Bridge. That's like right. quite a nice little short drop. Yeah, it's wee
1: splash. Yeah. Then I can go
0: then I can go and change my identity and become a Duganus or Ronkin and go and live in Denmark and be happy forever after.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I could just go back and live in the dark shed. I've got a special place to go when it all goes wrong where I can hide. I'm gonna end up living in my in my special secret shed. Sooner rather than later, where things are going. Anyway.
0: Positive it, will be, tra- stuff, it right?
1: will be tractor club shed because I'm bad but anyway
0: right so I, I'm pretty confident we've discussed the DAF and the things that are positive to come out this podcast I am going to attempt to get the phone into convoy if I can't get the phone into convoy I'll bring my Cavalier GSI Ooh, which is yes. the, my Smokey in the Bandit car so it's allowed it's not and right fact is I'm going to bring a vehicle of some personal importance to convoy in the park the fact mm. there's no entertainment. The fact that it's just a load of trucks parked at a race circuit. We don't care. We're just going to hope that it's going to be good weather. And if it's above twenty degrees, I can't wait because I'm going to be wearing my flip flops, and it's going if to it's be a, awesome. If it's
1: good weather, and the stellar wagons' bean will be fine. We'll be right.
0: I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring some Buckfast and all the things <laughs> I've bought. All the very, all the various things I've bought off the dark web.
1: Mm. Full and Mesbit known, spec.
0: Yeah, uh, see you, Jimmy. Aye. yeah, eat up. Night, have a good weekend. Yeah, a good weekend, right? And on this note, I'm tying this podcast up. Right, thank you very much for your time tonight, Chris Madison. I'm glad you enjoyed your time with the DAF and I hope you have a brilliant time this week. And it's not too long until Convoy in the Park, where we will catch up and have a most spiffing time with tuna sandwiches and lashings of ginger beer. I think
1: it would be disingenuous of us to not share the love though and point out that Party on the Pitch is on the weekend after next.
0: Oh, I'm actually going to that as well. Are you going to So that? am I. Yeah,
1: I'm booked in yet.
0: Yeah. Right. Before Convoy in the Park, we are delighted to say that on August 8th and 9th, Party on the Pitch is going ahead at Witcher's Rugby Club and Truck and Driver is going to be there and it's going to be brilliant. Uh, are you bringing the food in?
1: oh damn right coming down Friday mid-afternoon yep now,
0: myself now top, number top, top one operative effort, top effort by Stuart Naggington to get that go ahead so that's the warm-up act for Convoy in the Park uh-huh. we've got partly on the pitch in the 8th and 9th I'm going to Denmark from the 13th to the 16th and then we've got Convoy in the Park the week after and it's going to be proper I tell
1: they be banging But they I be grand
0: uh, if anybody
1: can is planning to go down to part of the pitch from up here. Do let me know, on Facebook or any other means.
0: Yeah, let Plus, us know.
1: A convoy of one running down on Friday looks a bit gimpish. So if anybody else is going down, Mr. Batty or any of those lads from Go, the shiny things, do let me know, yeah. and we'll uh, and we'll all meet up at Woolly Edge uh, or some other northern-sounding watering you know, hole, and we'll uh, tootle down together. Oh,
0: yes, going to go at that party on the pitch, convoy in the park. August is happening. Right, Mr M, I shall catch up with you next week.
1: Indeed. And if anything's forthcoming from the fragrant Mandy about this uh, daff with this gear stick, I shall let you know, post-haste.
0: Awesome. Right, cheers. Catch you later. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more please visit soundrebel.co.uk.